0: To the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me and uh, hope that you are doing well. We're going to jump into our conversation here in just a second. But before we do, I want to remind you if you have not yet, please subscribe to whatever podcast platform it is you are listening from. Make sure you're subscribed to this show. That means once you subscribe, every episode as it comes out, Most of the time on either Friday or Saturday morning, uh, it will come directly to your device. And I'd love for you to have that as soon as it comes out. It's so easy to find something you like, to want to listen, and then to forget about it. I do that all the time. This will push the content out to you, and I'd love to share that with you. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast platform you're listening from. And then when you get some time, go over to YouTube. If you're not there already, maybe you're watching on YouTube. If you are, thank you for doing that. But take some time on YouTube to subscribe to my channel. You can search for my name, Jeremy Stallnecker. You'll find my name. Subscribe to the channel. And then, and this is really important, hit that notification bell. That lets you know when the content comes online. And uh, this show is posted there. The video of that is uh, posted there on the channel but also other content that I produce is there as well, and I would love to share that with you. So make sure that you're subscribed, you hit that notification bell, you can share this, you can leave comments, and uh, I'd love to join you there. Thank you for doing that. And then take some time, go over to Jeremy Stallnecker.com. There you'll find really everything you would like to know about me is there. My bio is there, links out to my socials are there, uh, all, all kinds of stuff about me there. Books that I've written, you can find those there. Other shows that I've done, you can find links there. And uh, the blog that I write on is also there. So a lot of good things there. Please check that out, jeremystalnecker.com. And then finally, uh, go over to uh, my uh, partners in providing this content. And uh, there are so many great companies out there. But for a long time, I was looking for a uh, a T-shirt and apparel company, and not just T-shirts, but apparel apparel company, uh, veteran type stuff, America type stuff. You know what I'm talking about. A lot of T-shirt companies, a lot of apparel companies out there. Uh, but it just seems I couldn't find one that I could get completely behind and finally had the opportunity to come across to find Freedom Fatigues. I reached out to them. I've talked to the owners, and uh, I'm so thankful for uh, what they're doing, what they produce. Great company, owned by a family, veteran, law enforcement family, all American-made, and uh, it's awesome. Go ahead and check that out. And if you do, and I know you're buying T-shirts, you're buying sweatshirts, you're buying hats, buy it from Freedom Fatigues. Uh, When you do, use my name, Jeremy, and the number 10, Jeremy 10, no space, Jeremy 10, and uh, you will get a 10% discount. And uh, again, they have uh, graciously partnered with me to make it possible to provide some of the content that I do. And uh, we're always pushing content out. I want to make sure that remains uh, available to you. And this is one of the ways that I can do that. So please check them out. That would be fantastic. All right, today we jump into our topic And uh, This is a topic that all of us deal with from time to time because there's a lot of reasons around us to deal with this topic. What is the topic? (laughs) The topic is fear. Fear. There are a lot of reasons in our world to be afraid. So many reasons to be afraid. We look at the reasons globally to be afraid. There are a lot of scared people in the world. Whether it's pandemic-related, it may be war-related, it might be some economic uh, instability-related. Uh, it could be related to so many things globally. There's so much uncertainty. That uncertainty can creep into our hearts and minds and create in us fear. Maybe it's not global fear that you have. Maybe it's more localized Maybe there's a fear in a relationship. Maybe there's fear because of uncertainty in your personal economics, your personal finances. Maybe there's fear because of a health issue or something else going on in your life. Fear is something that we can all relate to. We all know what fear is about. Now, when we talk about fear, there are probably two kinds. There's the, the good kind of fear that God places in us, the kind of fear that keeps us from jumping out in front of moving cars. That's good fear. <laughs> the kind of fear that keeps us from touching a boiling pot on the, on an oven. That's a good fear. Uh, there is that kind of good fear. But that's not what we're talking about. But really, what we're talking about is Fear of the unknown, fear of those things that we cannot control, fear of what might happen. That fear can overwhelm us. We talk about marching when it would be easier to die. I wonder how many people just stop moving forward. They don't do anything truly, deeply sinful. They're not hurting other people. They're not trying to cause problems. But they just stop moving forward because they're afraid of what may be out there somewhere fear over the last couple of years we have observed as people so consumed with the fear of the unknown keep themselves from living their lives we have so many examples of this there's a verse great verse in the new testament book of second timothy chapter 1 that says this verse 6 Wherefore, I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God which is in you by the putting on of my hands. This is Paul, the apostle, uh, old uh, missionary, preacher, speaking to a young pastor, Timothy. He says, I want you to remember, stir up the gift of God in you. Verse 7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear. That's a strong statement, isn't it? But of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Isn't that great? This young man, Timothy, who knew Paul the Apostle well, he had traveled with Paul. He had seen these things that Paul had endured. Now he's out on his own. He's pastoring a group of churches. He's trying to lead people to do the right thing at a very difficult time in history. And Paul knows that he's struggling with fear. And he writes this letter to him. He says, Timothy, you need to stir up the gift of God inside of you because God hasn't given you that spirit of fear, that that cloud of fear that's over you, that spirit of fear. Isn't that an interesting phrase, spirit of fear? God hasn't given that to you. What he has given you is power and love and a sound mind. I want to spend just a couple of minutes and and share some thoughts with you on this idea of fear. We would say it's normal to be afraid, and it is normal to be afraid. In fact, the first thing I'd say is this. Fear is human. It is human. Psalm 56 and verse 3, the psalmist said, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Now he was making a statement, I'm going to trust you. uh, But he also made a statement that when I'm afraid, it's going to happen. It does happen. It will happen again. (laughs) When I'm afraid, I will trust you. Fear is human. We don't need to feel bad about being afraid. We don't need to feel bad about those feelings that come into our hearts and our minds in a world that is completely upside down. It's human. It's when that fear overwhelms us and that fear begins to change how we live and how we act and how we think. That's when it becomes bad. There are so many things that happen around us and happen in us and happen to us that we can't control. Fear is one of those emotions. It's hard to tell people how to feel. Fear is one of those things. I can't tell you to stop feeling afraid, but I can tell you to stop being afraid. Paul didn't tell Timothy to stop being afraid. He just said, you need to understand, Timothy, that that fear, that spirit of fear that you have, you must know that it doesn't come from God. See, that's the second thing. Fear is human, but it doesn't come from God. That's important for us to realize. We talk about faith and we must have faith. In fact, Hebrews 11:6 it says uh, it says without faith it's impossible to please God. We must have faith. We must have faith. Faith is what? It's saying, I don't understand it all. I can't control it all. But my confidence, God, is in you. That's the opposite of fear. Fear is us saying, I can't control it. I don't understand it. And I'm going to be overwhelmed by the fact that I can't control it and don't understand it. Faith says, there may be some fear, but I'm going to put my trust in you in spite of that fear. Fear doesn't come from God, and if you're focused on God, if you're focused on doing what God wants you to do, then the fear that creeps up in all humans will not prevent you from moving forward. Why aren't you moving forward? Why aren't you marching? Why are you staying where you are? Well, I'm just too afraid. Know that that may be human, but it doesn't come from God. We need to live lives of faith. What we learn, though, in verse number 7, And this is where I want to spend just a minute. Is that we have everything we need to accomplish the will of God. Fear is saying to the one that created us, I know what you want me to do. I just don't think you've given me everything I need to do it. (laughs) Think about that for a second. When we allow fear to control our lives and we allow fear to control our decisions, our emotions, our motivations, when we allow that to happen, it's the same as saying to the one that created us, God who created us, uh, I'm overwhelmed by fear because I know what you want me to do. You want me to march. You want me to go forward. You want me to run the race set before me, as we've talked about in the last couple of weeks. I know that you want me to do that, but I'm not sure you've given me everything I need to actually do it. That's what fear is, isn't it? It's just looking down the road and saying, I don't know that God has given me everything I need to be successful. But Verse 7 says, he has indeed given us everything we need to be successful. He says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. He's given us the spirit of power. I like that. It's strength. For me, when I experience fear in a real way, I allow what I don't know about the future or what I don't know about my circumstance, what's happening around me, when I when I allow that to really sit heavy on me, I become afraid. It's the craziest thing. It, it saps my strength. <laughs> Paul knew that as he talked to Timothy and he said, Timothy, God's given you the power you need to accomplish what he has set in front of you. The strength you need to accomplish what he has set in front of you. I love that. It speaks to, uh, I would imagine emotional and spiritual strength, but physical strength as well. He's given you exactly what you need, the power, the strength to accomplish what he has set in front in front of you. Isn't that an amazing truth? He hasn't given you the spirit of fear, but he has indeed given you power. Fear is looking at the Creator and saying, I know what you want me to do. I'm just not sure you've given me everything I need to do it. And the first thing he says is, well, I've given you the power. I've given you the strength. If you'll get up and move, you'll see that. You'll realize it. It's amazing how... Overwhelmed and exhausted, we can feel as though we couldn't put one foot in front of the other. And yet when we do, we realize there's more. <laughs> we have the power. We have the strength. But beyond that, he said the, the power or, or the spirit of power and of love that word love we could we could look at it in so many different ways but i think as it relates to this it, it could be interchanged with the word capacity love truly is doing what is best or the object of your love. You say, I love them. Well, what that means is you've decided in spite of them, it has nothing to do with um, circumstance or situation uh, or how they treat me. You've decided that you will do what is best for them. That's what love really is. And when he says he's given us the spirit of love, it's the capacity to do what he wants us to do. You see, you say, I can't love more. I can't give more. Uh, I can't be there more. I can't serve more. I can't do that. And God would say, no, I haven't given you the spirit of fear. Don't be afraid of what's out there or the people that need to be ministered to or the people that need to be served or the things that need to be done. Don't be afraid of that. I've given you the spirit of love. I've given you the capacity to do what I've called you to do. Now, this doesn't mean he's given us the capacity to do everything or to do things he hasn't called us to do. But if we're living our lives in line with him, with what he wants us to do, then understand he's not only given us the strength to do it, but the capacity emotionally and relationally and spiritually, the capacity to do what he's called us to do. Really, it's a question of if you and I, me, if we are going to choose to believe he's given us the strength and the love, the capacity. There's another part to this, though. I love it. (laughs) Not giving you the spirit of fear, he says, but of power, strength. And love, that's capacity. And a sound mind. You know why I like this? Because one of the limiting factors in my life as I consider what's in front of me, one of the things I allow to uh, limit me, to keep me from going forward, is what I perceive as a lack of mental ability. (laughs) I'm not a smart guy. What's funny is we all put up a front, but inside we all know exactly uh, what we're capable of and what we're not capable of, how we're weak. There are times I look at what God has set in front of me, what I don't understand about that, and what I see but can't exactly get my hands on, what I can't control, and I think, God, I realize you've given me the energy I need, the strength I need, the power I need, and you've given me capacity, but I'm just not sure I'm smart enough to figure this thing out. The Bible says, in spite of how you may feel afraid, you have the mental ability, the sound mind, to do what you need to do to move forward. In fact, in Genesis, or James, rather, chapter 1 and verse 5, uh, James says that if you lack wisdom, ask God and he'll give it to you. We do have the ability mentally. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13 makes a very simple statement. It's, It's a great statement. For it is God which works in you to will and to do of his good pleasure. That means that God who set you on the path, God who's put you in the race, God who, who's told you to move forward is going to do the work if you'll allow him to. He's given you everything that you need to accomplish what he's set in front of you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and verse 24, faithful is he, that is God, who calls you, who also will do it. God is not going to call you to do something that you are incapable of doing. Now, maybe you're not capable on your own, but certainly you're capable in the strength, the talents, and the gifts that he's given to you. You see, when it comes right down to it, our part is to simply obey what God has told us to do. His part is to provide. Isn't that great? There is much to be afraid of, and yet God says, I haven't given you that spirit of fear. I know that there is fear in the world. I know that sin causes us to be afraid. Uh, I know that the lack of ability to see the future sometimes brings fear. I know that frailty brings fear. I know that's part of the human condition, but you need to know it didn't come from me as God. But what I have given you is everything you need to accomplish exactly what I've created you to accomplish strength, the love, and the sound mind. These verses 6 and 7 are coupled together, though. Those are what's found in verse number 7. We have everything we need to accomplish what God wants to do in us. But verse 6 tells us to stir up the gift. I wonder how many people are simply afraid because they're sitting somewhere Waiting to move until God blows them out of their seat somehow. I think Paul would say something like this. Timothy, stir up the gift. Timothy, start moving. (laughs) Start moving. Start doing. Start accomplishing. I know you're afraid, but go forward in spite of that fear. Trusting that God's given you everything you need to accomplish everything he wants to do. Trust him on that and therefore take those steps forward that's stirring up the gift that is in you. We need to do the work instead of waiting for the answers. This isn't about being reckless. It's about doing the work. If God has set something in front of you, start moving forward. Don't wait for the answer to every question. Start moving forward. Do what you're supposed to do right now. You see, the Christian life is a faith-filled journey taken one step at a time. One faith-filled step at a time. Another great verse you're familiar with, I'm sure, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, and then verse 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct Thy paths, don't lean to your own understanding. Simply trust God. Walk the path, and He will direct. You say, I don't have direction from God. Maybe you're not walking the path. I don't feel as though I have the strength and the love and the sound mind, the, the, the strength, the energy. The love, the capacity, the sound mind, the mental ability. I don't feel like I have those things. Maybe you don't, but maybe it's because you haven't stirred up the gift. You're not doing what you've been called to do, moving forward in a meaningful way. Because if you would start there, then God would be able to guide you and direct you and carry you forward. As I mentioned before, all of this must be used and asked for by faith. James chapter one and verse five. Any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. I, I love that it doesn't say might be or could be, or why don't you try it? It says, if you'll ask, God will give you the wisdom you need to move forward without fear there would be no reason for faith if we had control of everything or we could see the end from the beginning all the time we would not have to have faith and yet the bible tells us that without faith we can't please god we're people who must live by faith which means fear will always be present it will always be over here on the side and we can decide from day to day from moment to moment whether we're going to give in to that fear or rather put our faith in God who says I know you're afraid it's human but it doesn't come from me I know you can't see the end from the beginning I know you don't have it all figured out I know you're a bit overwhelmed but trust that I have given you everything you need to accomplish everything I've set in front of you. I haven't given you the spirit of fear, but I have given you the spirit of strength and love and a sound mind. What an amazing truth. God knows what it is for us as humans who are frail and broken to struggle. That's why the Bible, one of the reasons it's so wonderful, it speaks to us right where we are. We read a passage like this, and we read the words of an older man to a younger man, and we can relate to that younger man who's just trying to do what God wants him to do, doing his very best, but scared. The world was a scary place when Timothy was pastoring a church. The world is a scary place now. The advice to Timothy is the advice that we should take We need to trust that God's given us everything we need to accomplish everything He wants us to do, and then stir that thing up. (laughs) Get up, start moving forward, and trust God by faith. Fear has prevented more people from moving forward than I would imagine Just about anything else. We always think of uh, these sins and these issues and the situations, and that's what keeps people from moving forward, and it's fear. God can deal with the rest, but only if we trust him enough to allow him to do that. That's what march or die really is all about. Death is just saying, I can't do it anymore. And one of the big reasons we say I can't do it anymore is because I'm just too scared. (laughs) Marching is understanding God's given me everything I need. I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and trust Him. So, in spite of the fact that the world can be a scary place, we can live confidently and joyfully and full of hope when our faith is in our creator I wonder what are you afraid of what's keeping you from moving forward understand that fear may be a human emotion but it's not one that's come from God and now you have a choice will you stay where you are and die consumed by fear consumed by the unknown consumed by the uh, the chaos of the world Or will you march, putting one foot in front of the other and moving to the place that God really wants you to be? What are you going to do? Thank you. Talk to you next time.